where is the level of shame? This is what I mean. People don't have shame anymore. <laughs> we need to bring back shame. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. And welcome to the most chaotic corner of Breton Village. On this episode, we're going to be discussing all the dysfunction on show in episodes 3 and 4 of the HBMDBC show Rain Dogs. And joining me today, she's my favorite whore of the apocalypse. It's Priscilla! Priscilla, how are you doing? depressed <laughs> yeah i mean this is not this is not a fun time this is not one of the feel good shows of the year let's let's say let's put it like that in fact guys guys we're going to really try i'm gonna amp up my clownery because damn this was that <laughs> so i'm not i'm not i'm not reading much coverage about this show at least at the point of recording but i wonder if everyone's just like oh this is a this is a fun show and we're just was like oh this is depressing we're just like walking around with the clouds over our heads and everybody else is like, oh, this is a fine show. This is a fun little show with the poor people. It's noise. It's just, uh, joy is, yeah. I feel like it depends on where you live in the world. Mm. I feel like if you're not living in Tory Britain, it's fine for you to watch this. Yeah, I think it has a, not different, but I think it has more impact on us because of where we live. And like, yeah, we kind of know. It's close to home. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really close to home. Yeah. So you're just sort of like, damn. Okay. Like I watched, I watched, depressing things in america man that's that's fine that's a whole that's fine it's over there yeah it's a whole whole place away uh anyway before we get into all that fun stuff quickly guys we're in the middle of covering the mandalorian mandalorian season three priscilla is doing that with abb ted lasso season three um yellow jackets and the final season of succession all going on right now um, I think at, at the point of you're listening to this, hopefully one episode of Succession and Yellow Jackets are both up on the feed now. So yeah, if you like any of those shows, please just tap in. We're, we're doing a lot. We're covering a lot. Um, please subscribe and rate because that really, really helps us. Um, yeah, Priscilla, let's just go straight into it. Um, Rain Dogs. Episode three is titled The Small World of Florian Selby. And episode four is titled Didion Hell. Both are written by Cash Caraway and directed by Jennifer Perrot. So there's an obvious place to start. But before we go into all of that, can we just quickly, t- you and I just quickly talk about you, you're a woman, I'm a man. Can we just talk about what I think is the worst date I've ever seen on TV? I, I, I don't think I've seen a worse date on TV than what, what, what I saw in this, in this It just kept on getting worse. I could not believe it. I wish we had new video the way you're laughing right now. I wish we recorded it on video because i was like wow this is terrible isn't it let me let me set the scene for you guys i'm watching this right there's a can of valley in my hand here i've got more teasers truffles i got for my birthday (laughs) and i'm watching this this day and i'm like what i keep thinking it can't get any worse and then it somehow no, yeah, you're right. It's funny that the, the date the date starts literally. It starts with him jumping in the bin to get food for dinner, and somehow it gets worse. Like that's where it starts. That's not the. That's where it starts. And like, somehow it gets worse. I want people to understand. He started off the date like Rocket Raccoon, and it got worse. 
Like, I'm sorry. If I'm on a date and <laughs> man jumped into a bin to get me dinner, I'm leaving. Well, at least in his defense, he was going to not... cook the dinner. He was trying to... No, 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 no. My parents did not flee, did not flee random Burundi for this. Like, are you dumb? Is this what my parents came to this United of Kingdom for? For a man who's to to scavenge in a bin. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Do you know the levels of this? You're below the earth's core. That's how low you are <laughs> in terms of, like, where's the level of shame? And about, This is what I mean. People don't have shame anymore. <laughs> we need to bring back shame. Because... He got up from there was you, eating it. It's, it's... No, 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 no. People really don't. I'm not here to broke shame no one, you know. We're all struggling, you know what I mean? Yeah, of Because of living yeah. crisis. It happens to the best of us. In a bin... You could even go to a food bank. The day at a food bank would have been fine. Honestly, you know what? Why in a bin? Let's even go deep. Let's let's even go deeper in that. If you wanted to get the food from the bin, okay, whatever. You do it before the date, don't you? Like you don't you don't let the person you're on a date. Don't do it know. in front of them. <laughs> like if you're gonna do it, but you know what? At the same time, maybe I rate the fact that he has no shame. May, I mean, the way he, like he was standing when Florian when Selby comes in, he was just standing there like very proud. He was standing like he was standing on the on the line at Tesco, like just like yeah, I'm just here trying to get my food for dinner. Um, yeah, and obviously that that day just keeps on going. So let's just we agree that he was fetishizing her poverty, right? Like it was a poverty fetish for him, I assume, because this is a man that like he's working poverty porn. Poverty, Poverty poor. Poor. This, yeah. No, 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 no. This, this is where I'm going to get angry. I'm going to stand on my soapbox, yeah. Go ahead. There are people really struggling here, mm-hmm. yeah. I need these rich people, working people to stop doing this, yeah. Poverty porn needs to be stopped, yeah. He's like those people that watch um, Benefit Street or Can't Pay Will Take It Away or, mm. like, you know them Channel 4, Channel 5 shows and he just loves watching people suffer. Why are you pretending to suffer? Then give me the money then. What's the I point mean, of you? I love that moment at the end. Where I actually just like, thought, I actually thought he was right. destitute. I, oh, you're in a bin though. Yeah, but like, even, think, in her, even in her lowest, yeah. I'm actually getting so angry. But I think, that was, I think that, was, that was the whole point. Him saying that just kind of underscored everything. We realized that all this was, was a game for him. It was an act. It was like, it was like okay, wait, you're kicking me out. But like, you know that like I'm, I'm better than you, right? This is not, we're not on the same level. Um, yeah, I mean, he... Uh, they they try to have sex. I, I guess try is doing a lot of heavy lifting there. I don't know. I don't know. How, try to do. You're doing a lot of heavy lifting <laughs> yeah. that try. And then he goes Louis C K on her in the morning. It's just a lot of terrible things that happen on this date, man. It's just. Um, I've never wanted to hug a woman more in my life. It, it, I wanted to take her out with some so, with some coffee. Mm-hmm. No, no. Let's have some tea. Some digestives. Yeah, yeah. And, and come, you know, and let's do, you know, Destiny Girl MP3. Take a minute, girl. Come sit down. What's been happening? Because what, 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 what? No, what did we watch? Can we actually like process she, that well, we actually look, it, witnessed? It had this? been what twelve years. We're did I take to... drugs? Did I? <laughs> did I take drugs? So did I see that? Because we know that this. I'm not, I don't. I don't know. If, I'm not, I don't want to say this show is semi-autobiographical, but we know that Kashkarawi, the creator, the writer, everything lived a life at least similar to the life um, the character lives. It's sort of thing where I'm like, I don't think you can make this up. Like, you can make parts of this date up, but I don't know if you can make it up as one day. Like, part of me fears that maybe Kashkarawi has, like, 
experienced something similar to this when she was in um Costello's kind of um tax bracket. Yeah, so that's like I'm just like Jesus Christ, this could be something that really happened to somebody in real life. But yeah, that was that was just a terrible day that kept on getting worse. Um it just got worse and worse the depression getting worse and worse. Ah I was literally watching like Putin. What is what's this man? I was literally going, Tom, what, what, a bin? I can't actually can't go over the bin. He's a raccoon. Oh, no, you can't go, the bin is terrible. You can't go over the bin. Like, I can't believe she, she stayed. She, like, she stayed. She took him out for dinner. Like, I'm just like, I can't, like, yeah, yeah, the bin. I is, actually couldn't back up. After the bin thing, I said, girl, I, I can't defend you here. This is impossible for me to stand by you. I can't stand by this. I can stand by a woman being low and she's suffering. I get mm-hmm. it. I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. It's you know what I mean. I'm a soft touch, but the bin thing, yo. Sorry, I, I, oh, it. <laughs> okay, okay. We've had a bit of fun. At least about fun you can have the most kind of fun you can have on this kind of show. Let's talk about. So let me take you back to the end of episode three. Right, you've just watched Selby offer his home to Costello and Iris. In that moment, what are you thinking about about their relationship? How are you classifying their relationship? Is it like heartwarming? You're like, oh, this is this is a nice thing that he's doing for them. I'm trying to find the words. I felt there was a bit of a catch. Mm. I felt, but not. I felt he wanted to escape something from being in a house mm-hmm. and was using them. As a way to avoid that thing, obviously that that thing was what came into fruition here. Um, but I didn't. A part in my gut was telling me there's a catch here, mm. and I was trying to work out what the catch was. That's not to say he's devil, the devil incarnate mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. But I just kept thinking there's a catch to you wanting them around. That something's gonna happen to her or harm her here. If that makes any sense. It's funny, yeah. I only thought about that in episode four, and I'll talk about that in a second. But I don't know episode three. I'm like, okay, not that this is heartwarming. My heart didn't grow like 10, 10 times bigger. But I was like, okay, this is this is good. This is nice. These guys are escaping their own individual things. Iris loves him. He loves Iris. They all love each other and they're just gonna go live. It's not where I thought the story was gonna go. I was like, oh, this is a nice change of pace. Then obviously episode four comes around. And then there's that whole montage at the beginning of them having fun and being relaxed and like in the swimming pool. And I literally, yeah, and I never do this. I never like take notes in my first book, but I literally just wrote down, I was like, I know the show I'm watching. I literally wrote that word for word. I was like, there is no way this is going to be, a, this is, this is too good. Okay, I was like, happy this is too good to be. I was like, I know the well, show episode I'm watching. Three, yeah, well, episode three, nothing that good's happening. No, for me it was in episode four because you know at the beginning when um they're having fun and they're swimming in the pool and Iris is playing the piano and I'm like no this is this is too happy this this does not work like I was like no 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 this is not how this show works okay let's talk about episode four mainly the last half of episode four this is when the whole dysfunction between um Costello and Selby comes into full full flow we see how toxic they are to each other. What are you thinking when you're going through, when you're seeing this, like when you're seeing this, these actions, this tick for tat, what was, what's going through your mind? Um, oh, bloody hell. When I was watching them too, they have a really unhealthy dynamic. Mm. 
like Costello obviously wants to be like wants to improve on herself to some degree she she wants to get to places mm-hmm. but in my head I kept thinking to myself god you need to drop this guy mm-hmm. if you want to get to where you want to get to in life is that my mom always has this saying to me she used to say is like, it in French oh uh, like no no it's not in French actually it's in uh-huh. English okay continue you would yeah you're doing two questions <laughs> but it's a saying <laughs> and it's basically saying how like um friendships come like on a bus Okay. So life's like a bus journey yeah. and then the bus will stop at a bus stop and the person will either get off or they will stay on. And then Costello's in that point in her life where she's now reached a point where like there's a crossroads for her mm-hmm. and where she wants to get to is on this side and the other path is on this side. And if she stays with this guy in the way that she's staying with him, Selby, that she's not going to get to where she wants to get to and be the mother that she wants to be for her daughter and actually achieve what she wants to achieve, yeah. which is why I think in the end of the episode, she actually ended up doing the right thing for her and for her daughter and for her relationship with Selby because them two are never going to work without well, a bit of separation. But she stays at the end. I'm trying to remember. No, no, sorry, she stays in the end. Yeah, sorry, I'm thinking of something else. Don't listen to me. But like, <laughs> she, sorry, oh no, I know what I watched. I know I are, you, are you watching multiple shows about people living their domestic abuse? Like, what's going on in your life, Priscilla? <laughs> Sorry, unfortunately, you said this. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. <laughs> no, okay, but no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving all of that. In. That's incredible was, stuff. Was... That's incredible stuff. No, but like, no, but in a sense, so yeah, con- yeah so, okay, con- the, for her first half, my first half bit, mm-hmm. not the bit where she leaves mm-hmm. him. I had these studies in her head, but like, she's at a crossroads bit. For me, I think she needs to drop him out. That's mm. where I was going to get to. Uh, but I don't think drop him out as in end her relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I think she needs to really change the dynamic of their relationship. Because I think they're too codependent on each other. Yeah. Um, in a way that's really unhealthy. Yeah. I want to get to that in a second. And I think this, this episodes are a nice pair because like we get on and on how bad these guys are for each other. We kind of had ideas, obviously, we talked about it when we talked about episodes one and two, that this might be a toxic relationship and things might not be because you see them hit each other in the first episode. But then, on that dinner, that that date from hell, during the dinner, they talked about how they used to hit each other in uni. And he literally says it. But obviously, mm. I think the writers did a great job because they made this terrible person say something that was very smart. So we kind of, if not disregard it, we don't pay that as much attention. It's like, the fruit from the forbidden tree, from the poisonous tree. Like, like the guy, dumpster rocket raccoon diver says, you guys are really toxic. Like he says, you guys are not have, and, but we're like, we're kind of like, what do you know? You were just looking for food in, in a dumpster. So we don't pay much attention. Until Iris, Iris says, Iris, look, I love you both, but both of you are crazy. And then obviously things just keep on ratcheting up. And then next thing you know, he's pain in her bathtub and she's like slashing his tires and they're, they're literally getting into physical assault and he's bleeding. He Boy, in the about... episode, was it one when he strangled her? Yeah, Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode one, yeah. But then you're thinking about leaving, which obviously I do agree with, and that's the right thing to do. But then uh, Iris puts it the best when she's talking to her friend, and she's like, you'd be really stupid to run away from this life. And Iris's friend says, they all dream of running away, but they never get very far on their own. Like, that's just like, it's, it's almost just kind of their life. Really, right. But at the same time, you know what? Sometimes you've got to roll in the dirt a little bit. 
or she needs to like for me she needs to be tactical and use this as a way as a launching pad to get out i mean she, she was, firms it she, for was a bit. she was she was saving up money and then look at what happened like i know look what happened i yeah. know but i feel like i don't want her with him because mm-hmm. i don't like the person she is when she's with him mm-hmm. when she's on her own you're like oh my gosh like she's this amazing person obviously flawed incredibly but a really good person innately very mm-hmm. good and the length she will go to for her daughter is inspiring to be honest I've, it's lovely the things that she will do to help her daughter and how much she really like it's really nice what shows i think the last of us is another one like it where someone really polarizes their decisions around their child's welfare and safety and mm-hmm. she does that with iris so much her feelings mean nada She'll do everything for her daughter. You've just, yeah, that's a good point. And it's just like, I think that's the reason she stays. She stays because of Iris. That's the reason why she stays, because of Iris. And at the same time, I'm like, I get why she stayed. But at the same time, I'm like, but then should you neglect yourself at the same time? Because whatever happens, Mm-hmm. If it's, it's she's between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, it's probably better than the devil you know rather than the devil exactly. you don't. Exactly. And I think that's where the, she's the problem at. is that she that devil that she doesn't know she she's she knows it she's she's experienced it like she's experienced that she's devil. She's experienced of, that devil. Of, of, like we saw it in the first episode. Like so, she's kind of like, well, if this experience in this village is just Selby and I hurting each other, but I know he loves her. I know he loves Iris rather. I know Iris will always be safe. I know Iris will always have a school. Iris will always learn piano. Like, is this like, is it worth it? It's like, as a parent, what do you do? You have to sacrifice for your child, right? And obviously we have to decide what, how, how far is sacrifice? What is the limit? Where do you have to also think about your own well-being? She's like, I guess she's like, I'm willing to, maybe not die, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes if it means Iris gets to live a life. And Iris obviously loves Selby. She, yeah, she's a child and she doesn't, maybe doesn't know the intricacies of everything and she just sees it as mommy and Selby are, fighting but like um she knows like what does iris go straight to selby and like cuddles up to him when they, when they leave the car so it's just like yeah i'd like other, I, I agree with you 100 and i agree that she should leave and but i guess that's not it's not that easy and i guess it's a lot it's not that easy yeah. man i need yeah, to honestly not... you know i was t- i was talking all that talk and i was like maybe i shut my mouth is it, is it that easy <laughs> no well, that's it's our job. Not, it's I, not. I, I just, I just podcast us talk about how easy things are. I but think, no, yeah, it is. I think it's because it's, I think it's because she's got so much potential. Mm. I think that's why. And I've we've seen her without him and how much she's it, like. We know this is what see this government man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this your anti-government? If this co- was, time? If, if this was a good, a just world, mm. there'd be access for grants and support systems that this woman can use to get herself a home so she's not being put in this situation in mm-hmm, the first place mm-hmm. but no that short man is our prime minister who is he, th- is he that is short terrible yes he is I have you know- not seen how he lowers his podium at downing street oh, to make himself know, seem taller he was that short he's no. my height i'm five seven i'm actually five seven that's how tall he is i did not know he was that short oh, well okay um. and then you've got so you've got Suella Deville, who is the Home Secretary. Then you've got Miss One Who Never Does Her Braids. Oh, because honestly, man, like, because in a perfect world, she wouldn't be put in this predicament. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she is, because of the government we have. Yeah. Like, everything, I'm telling you, every episode, I'm going to go back to this 
Strip the government. I'm I, sure. I think that's the point of the show. <laughs> I mean, but it's like also like how many, uh, how many people, how many people can't leave their terrible domestic situations because. A, they have a child. Then or no support B, systems put in place. If they, yeah, if they live, where do they sleep? Like, where do they spend the night? What do they? Where like? do you get your money? Like, where do you live? Like, where do you get your clothes? Because what makes it like this man controls everything for her. Mm. Like the simple thing of a roof over her head, she has no access to without this man. This is how bad the situation is. In a dream world she'd be able to maybe have temporary accommodation for a few weeks in a really nice place and then she'd be able to they'll find her a council flat yeah or we'd have a ready-made available council flats that she can actually stay in and she'll be able to pay socially capped rent which she could afford or she would have benefits to support her until she gets to a place where she can pay the socially capped rent that would be a perfect world where it would be within her area won't be too far from a child's school and she'll be supported being able to get the things she needs for a child without having to go to a bloody food bank to mm. get food because that's really sad we've gotten to a point that people have to donate food for other people to eat but we're not and this what i think that's what makes this more infuriating to watch because mm-hmm. i'm like they're perfect solutions are there but then no we have none of the perfect solutions in place not that the world was perfect pre-tory of course we had problems Mm. but it was a lot better off without them 12 years ago so yeah it's i honestly it's really annoying to watch when i come out and i already don't hate tories and i hate tories even more then i listen to my f the tories playlist on spotify and i feel (laughs) slightly better then i feel even more angry that i've actually had to give me give me one song give me one song on that playlist Give me a second. Oh, yeah. You're gonna, okay, go look it up. I'll wait. Did you create the playlist or somebody else created it? I created it. Oh, you I created had the it. time. I'm okay. like... Okay. As soon as Rishi was Prime Minister, I wanted to make it when that woman was Prime Minister. But I was like, no, eat, Mr. Eat Out to Help Out's got to get my Vim. First song, uh, 17 Going Under by Sam Fender. Is, okay. That's, uh, I'll, it's an I'll indie take song. Your, I'll take your word for it. He basically says he's he's basically talking about growing up in like he's he's about he's about twenty seven. Okay. Um. So he obviously grew up prime prime time Tory mm-hmm. Brit Britain in up north in Newcastle in South Shields. And basically, one lyric of the song is he says, "I see my mother, the DWP, see a number." Basically, mm. like my mum's yeah, a yeah, statistic yeah. to the government, despite yeah. the fact that she worked as a nurse. Mm. In the NHS for many, many years, she gets fibromyalgia and she gets thrown to the wolves despite working for the uh, government-assisted support system. So yeah, that was my Tory hate speech again. You're going to get this every single episode of this show. Yeah, bring it it up. I'm going to put it brief here so so that everyone can take a second to to get back in. So it's funny. Well, nothing about this. No, that's not true. I was going to say nothing about this. It's funny, but that's, that's a lie. Uh, but it's funny because, how do I put this now? Watching this two episodes, and we're at the halfway point of the season, so I wonder what's going to happen in the back half. But watching this, I'm like, oh, okay, Selby and Costello are in a toxic relationship. They're bad for each other. But, and I'm saying all these buts, but Selby loves Iris. Selby's probably, Selby probably loves Costello, but in a weird way. Costello loves Selby. But in the last... 20, 25 minutes of us talking about this show now. I I am realizing, or at least this conversation is painting him as the villain. Like he's not he's not the misunderstood protagonist or the misunderstood like co-protagonist. Like he's the villain of this 
can't remember what you were saying a few minutes ago, but like the way you described it was like, oh, he is the like abusive husband that gets drunk and beats you. Like he's actually the villain of the show, which is which could be it's not what I expected the show to do. And if that was obviously, I, I think the show is way too smart and no one's to just put it. He's not going to be just pure evil, but if he comes up to be the antagonist of this piece that would be very interesting to me because there's no way i saw coming does, does, does that make any sense to you yeah i think what they did well is you know that conversation you had in the car the emotional erection episode where he had the conversation with the guy in the car within the car That's, um by the way i guys i think priscilla has worked her head again so that's two that's twice <laughs> no i didn't did I? I'm pretty sure Emotional Erection is episode five. Because I said the title. No, it's mean, not. Yeah, 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 it is. Episode four ends with her, um, what do you call it? Her not going going back into the house. No. I, I that was bad because I generally thought that was episode four. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the... Is it? I'm pretty sure Emotional Erection is episode five. Because I, I, I can't think of any car scene he's had. It's fine. Oh it's gosh. fine. You just you just keep on doing this. And now uh, this is not a binge watch, so we just we can't talk about it because obviously people haven't watched it. But it's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna shut my mouth now. <laughs> no, that was Jenny was by accident. That was Jenny by accident. Uh, no, it's I'm fine. Sorry, it's, it's fine. Um, I've I've made my peace with, 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 with who you are. I, I I can't I can't change I can't change no. the fiber of your being. I swear, God, with this, I swear to you, I you know when the thing comes up. I thought it was four. Wait, did you so did you watch three episodes or did you m- skip an episode? I think I must have. You know when the episodes come up? Yeah. I must have clicked episode four thinking it was... So have you watched the episode with the Halloween party? Was Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think what I did was I watched I watched the episode mm-hmm. last week. But oh, then okay. I was like, I need to rewatch it because I couldn't remember what happened. But then I think I clicked episode four thinking it was three uh, okay. and then yeah four or five uh okay well yeah we'll, we don't talk about five but but it still come that came up in episode four maybe when i was watching it mm-hmm. but um i don't think they're making him but quite morally gray mm. they're doing their best to ensure that this is not a one-way abusive yeah sit- i'm really trying to be careful with the wording i'm using that this is not a one-way abusive situation mm. that this is both really trying hard not to i'm trying to work that shadow a line is this where I'm not, so you don't spoil it or so you don't say the you don't use the wrong term so i don't say don't use the wrong term oh uh, okay so there this is a situation where it's morally great not morally mm-hmm. great but he's still bad for doing what yeah he's yeah doing. yeah he's i think trying I, to make clear yeah. i think my but point they're is trying I didn't, to make I didn't it mm-hmm. yeah i think they're trying to make it so that you can see the reasoning behind what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think the show is that's obviously way I'm too smart to, and too yeah. no to give us a pure villain. But I didn't I just didn't think the show I don't I didn't think he was gonna be bad. Let me put it out. I thought he was maybe he may be misunderstood, but I didn't think he was gonna be because episode four, he is bad. He he steals her money, he gambles it away, he like he's bad. Like I don't know, I don't know how to put it, he's just a bad person. Um Yeah. I don't know. I think our, our thoughts still the same. Great, good, prob- maybe great show. Um, this is a very, very, not, very, very good show. Not a good hang, but it is what it is. It's not. It's it's it. 
it's a hard watch. Okay. <laughs> Are you it's watching the show with anyone in your family? Like your your mom or anybody? Oh no. I really, I really want to watch it. Oh, I don't want to depress my boyfriend. I really wanted to watch it because I think he would like it. But do I subject someone to my depression? Well, you don't want to depress your this boyfriend. Is, the issue. is that what you said? No. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that was the thing that girlfriends did um thought about. I thought all girlfriends wanted to depress their boyfriends. Whatever. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Any final thoughts on the show before we No, I think this is a really honestly guys, like it's a very, very heavy show, but it's really if you're like it's shameless and stuff and you could cope with that, then I think this will probably be really right. Okay, so I've never like, watched Shameless. Very, very well written. I've never watched Shameless, but I do know it's also drama day about poor people. So oh, like if somebody so if I want to pitch the show to somebody, do I say, oh, if you like Shameless, you'll like the show? Or some, which Shameless, by the way, U- UK or US? US. I like the UK one, though. Um, what can I compare it to? Do you know what I compare it to? Really dark episodes of Skins. If you've watched Skins, mm-hmm. the really depressing, sad, dark episodes. Like later like, seasons? No, I'm not talking... Yeah, late season. I'm not talking Posh Kenneth and um, all them. I'm talking Freddie and um, when, um, what you call it, um, Effie in particular was mm-hmm. one of the main title characters on the show. That's, I think if you're into that sort of thing, this will probably be right up your alley. Um, I think it's the sort of, because I feel like I've missed this sort of British drama. I love the cop gander stuff we've got here. Like our British crime dramas, like Line of Duty, Happy Valley, like you name it, we we do it good. Lufa, we can we can pen a good crime bodyguard. drama. Were you a bodyguard guy? Yes. Well I guess that was yeah. that was your boy Richard Madden time. I'm sure you were there day one. She I was more there for Keely Horse. Fair enough. Was... Fair enough. Fair enough. That's my mother. Fair enough. Um then Richard Madden was like a good clip. I can't believe she's married to Matthew McFadden. It baffles mm-hmm. me every mm-hmm. time I think about this. Yeah. Um, but we do a good crime drama, but we also do really good shows like this. And I've really missed, because we've not had a real show like this since maybe Skins, actually. I think Skins was the last one of prominence yeah. that we had. I can't think of any. Then Most of them have been like Downton Abbey's, The Crown, yeah. crime drama shows. It's yeah. not really been this sort of show where a lot of people get their start from but I hope this does good for Daisy May Cooper a good HBO audience can see how incredibly talented she is but I'm really happy for her because if there's someone from this country I've always wanted to blow always wanted like her to have like not the Phoebe Waller-Bridge exact thing but that Mm -hmm. sort of vibe because she's incredibly talented like incredibly so so I'm really 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 happy for her that she's having this moment in the sun um, because she deserves it. Mm-hmm. That's that's nice. That was very cool by Yeah, I think that's a great place to end this episode. Um, yeah, we started with the worst date ever seen on TV, and we're ending with a little bit of heartfelt chair for Daisy May Cooper. That's nice. That's a good place to end it. Um, that could be a good person. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, please. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, check out Mandalorian or. Ted Lasso coverage or Succession or Yellow Jackets like I think it's almost impossible that you listen to this episode and you don't like at least one of those shows that's like you have to like one yeah. of them yeah we'll be back in a couple of weeks talking about episode 7 and 8 sorry 5 and that was weird talking about episode 5 and 6 um and 
yeah, I think this will end up being one of the best shows of the year. Okay, uh, Priscilla, thanks again for joining us, for joining me. That was weird. I went real, real, real northern there, saying say us. That was, that was so random. Um, yeah, thanks for joining me. And of course, we'll be joined next week by the great Posh Kenneth himself, Daniel Kalia. Bye, guys. <laughs>